Welcome everybody to the Plus Minus Podcast. Uh, it's been a minute. When I say it's been a minute, I mean it's been a long minute. <laughs> More like three years almost. Um, we had to revamp, retool. We're back better than ever. And we're just here in the 2020-2021 season. Uh, it's It's been underway. About, about I'll say about 16-17 games in, if you're lucky. It's all about circumstances this year, like every year, but this is a little different because of the COVID-19 protocols and the contact tracing and players having to sit out and whatnot on top of injuries. It's really, really tough for teams to catch a rhythm, and we're seeing teams struggle to catch a rhythm. Teams that we thought would be excellent this season are, you know, there's a lot of question marks this year, but that's okay. Uh, The Lakers are still the Lakers. They've managed to not be affected by any of the COVID-19 protocols, which is kind of strange. I mean, other than Alex Caruso, uh, off I, that I could think of off the top of my head, they've been available. They've been available. A lot of teams have been impacted. Even the Philadelphia 76ers who sit at top of the East, they look good. Obviously, we do know about the James Harden trade to Brooklyn that went down. I will, I will get into that. Uh, we, looks like the Celtics are going to be competitive again this year in the East. Uh, the Oladipo trade makes me wonder about Indiana Pacers because they, they were looking good with Oladipo. Um, the Toronto Raptors are a big question mark this year, but I feel like they will turn it around. Maybe I'm a little biased. Shout out to my hometown Raptors. In the West, the Clippers are eating. Absolutely eating. But do I feel a way about that? Absolutely not. I don't care if the Clippers win 70 of their 72 games because it's a 72 game season and and I don't care if Paul George averages 30 points on 60-60-90 splits shout out to my boy uh, he, he, uh, he, he mentioned that the other week and I thought that was pretty funny uh, they gotta prove themselves in the playoffs you know we gave Kawhi Leonard a pass because of what he did in Toronto but let's be real he has been able to inherit culture he hasn't He's not the type of player that can start his own culture and build his own championship culture. He's inherited team culture. When I say that, he was drafted into the Spurs culture, and he was traded into the We the North Raptors era culture, where they were used to winning. They knew how to win games in the regular season. They just needed a guy to get them over that hump, and he happened to be that guy. Great, but he can't build his own winning culture from scratch, and we saw that last year. They folded three games in a row. I'm not giving that guy a pass because he doesn't speak. He needs to win too. He needs to prove that he can win. Mr. Big Shot, you want to leave a championship team just to, to go with unproven champions? Then go ahead. Let's see what you can do here. That's how I feel about Kawhi. Um, shout out to my guy, Russ. You know I'm a Russ guy. Russ is my absolute favorite player in the NBA. I'm a Russ stan. That's what they call it on social media he's just a guy in this league he's been a guy in this league and he will continue to be a guy in this league and if being washed makes you average 19 11 and 10 then wash me up man wash me up man i cannot wait to get into these things with you uh i'm gonna give you guys my early awards predictions um and i'm also going to uh, chime in on who I think is going to win the East, who I think is going to win the West. Um, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for all the banter. I'm here for all the chime-ins. I'm here for everything, man. You guys get back to me 
I will get to you. We're going to have a great, great season. Shout out to all the haters. Shout out to all the supporters. Let's get this thing done. just want to dive into it right away because I am enamored with this basketball team well there's two basketball teams that I'm enamored with it's the New York Knickerbockers and the Cleveland Cavaliers the New York Knicks man what Tom Thibodeau has done with them this year they've turned he's turned them into the best defensive team in the league it it feels like I'm watching 2010s basketball or even early 2000s these scores are low. They're gritty. They get to it, man. And shout out to my boy, Julius Randle. And shout out to my Canadian brother from another mother, RJ Barrett. That's my guy. That's my guy. That is my guy. He is hooping. He is shutting up the critics. Julius Randle looks like an MVP candidate. Oh, did I, did I just say that? <laughs> He's an all-star this year, Julius Randle is. And Tom Thibodeau deserves so much credit man for what he's done with this team it's it's it's, it's not even a joke uh, they're gonna make the playoffs I said it here first they, they're a problem another team that's gonna make the playoffs is the team I mentioned earlier the Cleveland Cavaliers they rebuild it they did everything that they need to do Colin Sexton is a guy in this league he is a guy in this league I believe if we're not going to include Luka Doncic, because his he's a weird position. I mean, he's a point guard, but he's everything. That guy's out of this world. He's a Hall of Famer if he retires today. That's what that's how much he's done in his basketball career since he was about 14 or 15. So besides Luka Doncic, I'd have to say, I'd have to say, Colin Sexton is the best young point guard in the NBA and 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 watch the games watch the games he's phenomenal he he can shoot that thing like lights out I think he's, he's shooting around 50% from three right now he's shooting over 50% from the field and I think he's hovering around 80% from the free throw line those are crazy splits the kid is 22 years old he's a beast he says he studied my guy Russ before he entered the league. That's why he has that grit. That's why they call him the young bull. <laughs> Man, I'm excited about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know what they're going to do with Jared Allen and Andre Drummond. This is a big question mark because Andre Drummond, he's a guy in this league also. I don't think he'll, he translates to leading a team like his play style can lead a team to a championship. But if he's going to be the supporting cast of the young bull, and shout out to my boys, man. Shout out to my my boy also, Darius Garland, uh, Larry Nance Jr. Those guys, man. They got some guys on that team. Chetty Osman is playing amazing. I like watching the Cavaliers. That, that is my guilty pleasure. I watch Cleveland Cavalier basketball. I don't miss a game. I love that team. I love what they do. And I'm going to continue to love what they do because they, they play hard, man. And shout out to the Knicks, too. I like them, too. Shout out to Emmanuel quickly. I want to leave his, his name out of it because he's a guy. Um, this league's interesting, man. 
these teams that have been historically bad are not historically bad anymore. Um, and when I say that, I mean, you know, sans LeBron James, sans the, the two championships with the Knicks and the, the 90s success. These guys have been bad for a long time. And those these those things are going to change, and I'm excited for it. Uh, if you're not excited for it, boo-hoo. And I know I'm going to get haters you know, commenting about me saying Trey Young's the best young point guard in the game. Oh, what about De'Aaron Fox? What about Trey Young? Colin Sexton is the best young point guard in the game. Period. Okay, so let's just get to it, man. We know what happened with the Brooklyn Nets and the Houston Rockets and the whole James Harden trade, including the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers and the Indiana Pacers who got in. It was a four-team trade. Now, you know, the main attraction is James Harden, and now he is a Brooklyn Net. Uh, Nets fans were all up in my mentions and contacting me the last couple months speculating about this trade, and it finally went down. But, uh... You know, it's 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 not so peachy after all, right? Like you, you you can put the group together, but they have to mesh. They have to be able to perform together. And Nets fans are learning early that uh, it's not going to be easy. And shout out to my guy Colin Sexton. He had to give them what people in my city call a humble us. That means he humbled them. Uh, Colin Sexton tore apart their defense. Shout out to Jared, Jared Allen. He just dismantled them inside the paint and he's way more valuable than DeAndre Jordan I don't know why that trade went down the way it did but uh, the Brooklyn Nets they don't have what it takes defensively right now they don't and they have a young coach in Steve Nash who is my guy you know I love my Canadians I'm a fellow Canadian myself <laughs> so I, I go hard for Steve Nash. He is the greatest Canadian basketball player ever. And he's one of the greatest point guards ever. Now, Steve Nash, starting Joe Harris and uh, DeAndre Jordan, it's not a good formula. James Harden is defensively challenged. He's laterally challenged. He can't move his feet defensively. And he's too lackadaisical, even, even on offense, as we can see in these last couple games with the Brooklyn Nets. It's, it's hard to, to get this guy going, right? He, he's not an off-the-ball player. He's not a catch-in-the-suit player. He's not a mid-range player, and he's not willing to take those jumpers and adjust his game. Kyrie and KD, those guys are are all-world in terms of skill, right? Like, they can adjust to any system, anytime, anywhere, right away, bang, bang. Any group of guys, you know they're going to get their game off. Kyrie's not sacrificing at all. He's going to go, he's going to put up 30 every night because that's what he wants to do. And he's skilled. He's skilled enough to do it. KD, he's skilled enough to do it. He's going to give you 30. He's going to give you about six rebounds. He's going to give you about four or five assists on the offensive end. Now, KD did elevate his defense of the game as a Golden State Warrior, but that's what the Golden State Warriors do. Like you can see Andrew Wiggins here almost averaging two blocks a game. That's what happens when you're a Golden State Warrior. Towards Achilles, is he going to be an all-team, the first team, all-defense, second-team, all-defensive candidate ever again? 
I, I don't think so. And we're seeing that here. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is a shell of himself. He will never be all defensive player again. He's not the all-star we once knew. And Kyrie Irving, we've never known him for his defense. And we can see why. Uh, I say start Jeff Green. Go small. Bench DJ. And go from there. Because you already have no interior defense even with DeAndre Jordan it's a walk in the paint that is the scouting report Every, everybody's game plan is to go into the paint and Bam Adebayo he went off everybody's gonna go off against them everybody's gonna go off when you face the Brooklyn Nets you're gonna have a career night because they're just trying to outscore you and I don't know if that's gonna work I don't know if that's gonna win a championship I don't have them winning the East I do not have them winning the East I love KD you know, contrary to popular belief, I love KD. That's he, that's my guy. Still my guy. I love Kyrie Irving. I love his game. He's one of the greatest finishers of all time when it comes to getting to the rim. I'm a Harding guy. You know, I'm a diehard OKC guy. I, like, like, I, like, that's the team that I was enamored with in the 2010s. And I... I just don't think that they have what it takes to get to the promised land. And people might not agree with me, but that's okay. That's okay. The Brooklyn Nets are going to fail, and it's because they put all their eggs in their James Harden basket. Karis LeVert was a guy, and he still is a guy in this league, and I hope he gets well soon. Jared Allen is going to be a guy for a long time. So the cow of the week Give them a moo moo, please. The Brooklyn Nets. Please and thank you. So, you know, a common question I get this year, and like, and it's really strange because usually... I would get asked about the West. This year, I'm getting asked about the East a lot. Who's going to win the East? Who's going to win the East? And honestly, I'm not entirely too sure. I believe that the 76ers should win the East if their guys are who they say they are. And when I say that, I mean, if Doc is really this great coach who is a, is a championship coach and he's he didn't win the championship just because of his circumstances and he he didn't luck out with this KG and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and Rondo happened to be a guy and Kendrick Perkins was a all-time great post defender if if that's not the case then the 76ers should win if Ben Simmons is really this guy that everybody said he was coming into this league and he was oh he's a generational talent he's the next lebron james and this that and the other because i clearly not i think he's draymond green which is okay if he's prime draymond prime draymond average 14 7 and 7 i think with a couple blocks and a couple steals a game that guy was a guy and he's and he, he solidified his place in into one of the all-time great defenders that guy was a guy he changed the game I think that's more of a Ben Simmons. No offense to Ben Simmons. He's nothing compared to LeBron. And I get it. He's at least trying to take the threes. But don't even take that shit. Like, don't take that shit, man. You cannot take that shot. Like, Your shot is so broken. 
my goodness, man. But he's a great passer, and he's an all-time great defender, and I'll give it to him. I will give it to him all-time. Joel Embiid, though, he is a, he's become a guy in this league. Uh, and he is a, he's the MVP, in my opinion. He's the MVP. Uh, it's it's uh, it's it's not a joke. He's 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 a beast. He's putting up at least thirty and ten every night now. Uh, he's playing defense at a high level still. He's available, and he's shutting up. He's just going there to play basketball, and he wants to be available. He doesn't want the COVID nineteen protocols to come in and come in the way and, and affect him. He he just wants to hoop. He wants to shut up and hoop and prove the critics wrong. They got Seth Curry, and that guy is having a career year. He's splashing left, right, and center. Every everywhere on the court, he's hitting. Uh, Danny Green is. I don't want to talk about Danny Green. I'm still thinking about uh, his last two playoff performances in 2019 and 2020, and I, I've had enough of him. But hey, he has three championship rings, and he brings that. Dwight Howard brings. I'm just going to say Dwight Howard brings what Dwight Howard brings. I'm not going to say he brings championship grit or anything like that. He's He he was a Laker last year. I get it. He won the championship. But he's he's just going to help them. He's a body to help them. And then they just have guys that are ready to contribute, like Tobias and whatnot. I think that they should win. The Celtics will never win. And I'm just, a, I just maybe I just, I'm not a fan of them. Uh, Jason Tatum is a beast. Jalen Brown is a beast. Uh, that's it. Unfortunately, that's it. As long as Kemba Walker is on that team, I don't have them winning. Uh, that's just my honest opinion. They might have to let go of Marcus Smart. I know they're really excited about him. They think he's this great defender and whatnot. But you're going to have to make a move because you're coming up with the same product every year. And it's just not going to work. You need to do something. And shout out to Tristan. That's my guy, Canadian brother. Celtics aren't gonna they're, they're not gonna do it this year. Uh Raptors struggling. Don't know what's going on with them. Hopefully they can turn it around. Miracle. Uh just don't see that happening. Kinda think they overpaid some guys. <laughs> OG and Nobi. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh Pascal Siakam. Oh, man. I don't know. I do not know what happened to that guy, man. Like, they need to make a, a documentary on him or a, a, a spinoff of Space Jam on him. He lost all his talent. He is not the same guy we knew before COVID-19 closures. And everybody else in the East is just everybody else in the East. I think the Brooklyn Nets will fail. I think they lose second round. The goatee of the week, I'm going to have to give it to Joel Embiid, my MVP candidate, my MVP. Shout out to Joel Embiid. I know the attention span doesn't go past 20 minutes, so I'm just going to wrap this one up here with my award predictions. Now, I already said Joel Embiid was going to be the league MVP, and I do believe that he is the front runner right now to be league MVP. Uh, there are other candidates uh, like Paul George, uh, like LeBron, uh, and 
I believe that's it for now, but I guess KD is playing at an MVP level, but in order to be the most valuable player, you have to play the games. Uh, the, the word player is in is in the award for a reason. You gotta play, right? You're not a player if you don't play. Uh, KD has missed, I believe, I believe at this point, five of the 17 games, uh, more than 25% of their games. I'm not too sure how available he will be with the Achilles recovery, so that's why I am going to give it to Ben Simmons and also the Brooklyn Nets for 10 and 8. I believe they turned it around this year and are competitive. I don't think they're going to win the East. Like I said previously, Joel Embiid is the MVP. Rookie of the year is, I think it's my guy, LaMelo Ball. His head coach is, is on some nutty shit, man. His head coach is doing something that I, I don't know if it's spiteful towards LeVar Ball, but he's not playing the kid. He's saying that turns the ball over too much and blah 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 he's a freaking rookie rookies turn the ball over you're gonna have to let him play through his hardships in order to get better and that's gonna help your relationship with him because he's gonna have to endorse you at some point because he's gonna be the guy of the franchise and if you're not letting him grow and you're not playing a part in his growth he's not backing you he's not endorsing you and you're out the door and this is your last head coaching gig ever because I don't even know your name, James Borrego or whatever Michael Jordan is doing over there. But if, if these guys don't start LaMelo Ball in two weeks, some something has to happen. I'm giving them two weeks to start LaMelo Ball. Okay? Uh, this is getting recorded on January 24th. So in two weeks from now, LaMelo Ball better be a starter. Or else I'm going to... I'm just, just going to explode. Uh... For the Sixth Man of the Year award, it's my guy Jordan Clarkson, man. Jordan Clarkson has elevated the Utah Jazz. He's consistent. He he's a guy, and Kobe Bryant said he was a guy. You know, uh, Kobe Kobe's last year, he would he would get get in early to practice, and this is when the Lakers were not competitive. Kobe Bryant was just ah, man. I don't even want to get worked up talking about Kobe, but Kobe Bryant was different, and. He noted that Jordan Clarkson would come in and get the work in with him. D'Angelo Russell would show up 15 minutes to the clock to start practice. Uh, you know, he, he he didn't believe in the early work at the time. Don't know if he changed right now, but uh, Jordan Clarkson was the young guy that Kobe noted that was hungry. And it shows. It shows right now because he is he's the sixth man of the year. Uh, and you could have argued... He deserved the recognition last year. I know he got traded to Utah, and it was kind of late. But that guy, that guy, he's made leaps, and he—I think—he's uh, found his his uh, his way in this league. So he's the sixth man of the year, uh, coach of the year. Way too early, way too early. But I'm gonna have to give it to my guy Tom Thibodeau. Like I said, man, he's he's got them playing the best defense in the league. Uh, it's 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 insane. But the Knicks are—they're not walking the park now. You, you face the Knicks, you better come to play. So, Tom Thibodeau, you are the coach of the year. Now, defensive player of the year, I'm going to have to give it to my boy uh, AD for now. My boy AD, he is he got robbed last year, in my opinion. I'm going to have to give it to him, but defensive player of the year, it takes shape midseason. So, we'll see what happens entirely. I'll tell you who's not winning defensive player of the year. 
anybody on the Brooklyn Nets. Those guys are god awful that defense, man. And uh, most improved, man. That's that's Christian Wood. That's Christian Wood, man. Okay, that is Christian Wood. An atheist wouldn't pray, but a Christian would. Christian Wood is the most improved player of the year, and it's not it's not close. I don't want to hear any other options. Christian Wood is the most improved player of the year, man. Uh, you guys sit on that for now. Let me know what you think. Hit me back with your opinions. I'm always I'm always open to debate. I'm always open to banter, and I'm always open to hate. I love the hate. You guys have a good week. Talk to you soon.